It's Wednesday, and welcome to Bounce Back Podcast with Uncle Tim. We've got so much to talk about today. Our guest is a best-selling author and a venture capitalist, John Sarasani, who is now an ascending social media presence. I'm with Kat, LJ, and Chad at State Social House on Sunset Boulevard. John, thank you for being here. Yes. I'm going to get right into it. How on fucking earth do you let Bob Mennery stay with you? Because I'm just going to let you know he was at my place for maybe two or three hours, and the HOA board yeah. has already fined me $500 for a noise violation. So take it away. So listen, man, I, I have a single-family home outside of Chicago, and I have a second place here in West Hollywood. All right, and Bob's showing up at both places. You remember the movie uh, What About Bob with Bill Murray? He just kind of doesn't, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't fucking leave. Just let's like, what, what about Bob? Hey, still here. We're on family vacations and fucking posting about my dogs on social media, bitching about my dogs. Bob, you weren't invited. What, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he is scared of dogs. <laughs> Dude, uh, my, my German Shepherd scared the shit out but of him. But does your dog love him and like follow him around? Well, he came out. He was actually my, my he was in my daughter's room. That sounds worse than it is. My daughter. Oh my <laughs> uh, he, uh, he was staying in that room. My dog didn't know he was fucking there. He rolls out of bed at 11 a.m. I'm like outside or something. The fucking dog went nuts. It had him in the fucking corner. He, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Dude, the German Shepherd versus the Tree frog, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's I right. fucking <laughs> love it. <laughs> tree frog. But, but the tree frog was too yeah. too swift and, and cagey for the German shepherds yeah, as yeah. I look at him right now. Yeah. But but if but if you know Bob as as you do, he, he tries to return favors in, in other ways or something. But it's like he, he, I let him use my condo here in West Hollywood. It was supposed to be for a night. Five days later he's still fucking <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. Like, don't worry, don't worry, I'll I'll tag you in a story or oh, something. Yeah. I'll, like, that's, that's I'll tell you. Of, I'll tell you. Exactly. This, this is his way of paying you back. Dude, so. he, before he, he <laughs> became Bob Mennery, he's like, uh, bounce back. Uh, can I stay on your couch for a while? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he never slept once. <laughs> he paces around the, the couch. That's why I call him a tree frog. Yeah. And my dog chases him. But the worst part about it is he had a suitcase. And the suitcase looked like it was in some sort of war. Yeah. And it had golf balls in it, like a pair of sweat socks, and one broken hanger. No. And maybe like a like one golf shirt. <laughs> it stayed there for three months. Yeah. And every day he had clothes delivered to my house. From where? Who knows? He would like it was always like sweatpants or like this. It was the same outfit. And he would throw his dirty clothes. And I was like, Bob, you got to do something then with this fucking trash can suitcase. It's fucking Fuck. sickening. <laughs> All right. I'm walking around my house this morning at like 8 a.m. The second bedroom's open and the lights are on. The door's wide open. Oh, I, yeah. guess, I guess Bob didn't come home last night. And I, I peek in. I don't know. He's no, sleeping there. on the bed with all his clothes on. His shoes around. <laughs> a bottle of Chopin vodka next to the bed. I'm like, dude. Fuck. What about Bob? Yeah. That's our Bob. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get right It's not the this. Bob roast hour. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my question for you is uh, you got into yep. the money world, right? Yep. And you figured it out, which is awesome. Then you went out on your own, and that takes like a ton of balls, right? Yeah. So stay with me here. Yep. What ingredients do you have that makes that move successful? Because I know a ton of people that have tried and failed, yep. and you are on it clearly very successful. Well, I think what most people screw up on and why so many businesses fail is they try to jump into industries they don't know shit about, all right? They're so excited to be an entrepreneur and build something and whatever, and maybe they'll raise venture capital from people and they'll get funding or whatever. Fuck that. You don't need to do that. You don't need to eat like ramen noodles living out of your car. Like, you know, Mark Cuban, Laurie Grenier on Shark Tank, they congratulate you if you fail. Hey, you learned a lot from this, buddy. You know, but that shouldn't be your fucking plan. Your plan shouldn't be to fail. Learn the industry first, work in that fucking industry, then transition once you know everything, because you don't know what you don't know until you're in it. Okay. 
and then transition out on your own. And, and that's what I did, man. I was, it, it, it's an interesting story because I was in my 20s. I'm on that fast track. I'm like going to be future upper management at a huge freaking 20,000 person company. I'm making like a buck 40 at the time. It's a long time ago. There's a lot of fucking money. It's still a lot of money now for some people. And, um, you know, I had a big title, aerial vice president, all this shit. And I'm like, wait, you know what? I could make a shitload more money just doing this shit on my own. And I walked away from it and my parents almost killed me. They're like, what yeah. are you crazy? You, you have a Northwestern degree. What are you walking away from a job? That's the dream job. Our friend, our friend Norm works there and he's got his pension and all this shit. It's like, there's a big move, man. It How worked did out you for know me. the moment was right to walk away? Well, I, I, I got, so, so I was lucky because the company's called Arthur J. Gallagher. And in, in, the, in, our, in the insurance industry, you have the capability of making a shitload of money, okay? So I have vendors and competitors making like a half million dollars a year doing the same fucking job I'm doing. Right. I'm only making 140. I see I'm as good as them. So I go and freaking basically say I need to go up to 180. I don't know why I came up with that number, but I just decided I want 180 grand. <laughs> and uh, they said, you can't do it. And luckily for me, one of my bosses kind of pulls me aside. He's like, you're going to make more money on your own. Just, just fucking go. Yeah, like, 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 hey, no, John, stay. Like wink, wink, kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I won't say his name, but that's he, a good dude. Because he knew his boss was going to come try to convince me to stick around, and he's kind of just saying, just, just say it's not negotiable, it's not on the table. They wanted to make sure I wasn't going to a competitor when I said I'm going to go start up my house. Sure. They're like, dude, you're going to get, get fucking rich. That's, yeah, that's totally. Big, that's a name drop. Yeah, exactly. What's but um, now with another podcast that we have. Yeah. And there's always somebody pivotal in your mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. and that's the guy that changed yours. That's gotcha. your name. But I want to I want to backtrack a little bit. Um, so I have this beer company, and yeah. everything that you described in the first part of that paragraph is what I'm doing. Okay. I have no experience <laughs> in the alcohol or beverage. You thing. know, he yeah. never even tasted it, like yeah. not once. <laughs> really? I swear to God. I trust. <laughs> swear to God. I trusted the guy when I talked to him. Yeah. Okay. A, I, you know what? I can read people like bestsellers, and I could tell this guy is brewing beer as his passion. And I just basically said to him, I'm like, dude, I just want Miller Lite. Yep. No, big. you said, I want it to taste like piss. <laughs> well, he, no, that was his, I said I wanted it to taste like Miller Lite. Yeah. He retorted, I want it to taste like piss. Yeah. And I said, but it's got to taste enough like Miller Lite with a, some, something on it so we can't steal the recipe. It's yep. an elevated Miller Lite. Right. Yeah. But he also said, because I, I brew craft beers, it's going to have a little bit more of a punch. And yeah. Like, dude, that guy, listen, he asked questions. I gave him answers. I knew he was going to deliver. Yeah. But it was yeah. also a pre, we're going to get into well, the gambling thing. It was also kind of a little bit of a game. Well, can I make a comment on that, man? I, I tried you, bro. I, I like it. It's different direction than where a lot of beverages are going right now with the lighter, seltzery kind of shit. I'm going to tell you what, though. One of my venture capital deals that I'm in is this company called Kickstand Cocktails. Darren Rovell, who used to be on ESPN, you might yeah. know who that is. And he, and he said it best. He was actually a guest on my podcast once, and he said it best. He goes, dude, 1% of it is the product. The other 99% is navigating the system to get it on fucking store shelves. Right? Well, that's why I got these two. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just show up and do the promos. Yeah. <laughs> so you make this move. Mm -hmm. What did it take you? About six months before you started the season success? I had to, uh, on my own. Yeah, about six months. I had a couple like... I had a couple prospects like kind of in my pipe pipeline. That industry has very strict non-competes and that was kind of part of also what made me do it. I'm like, shit, I got these prospects that are probably gonna be full coming in this next year. If I keep getting them, now they're a client, I can't go after them if I'm on my own. So you better fucking make this move if you're gonna do it. Okay. Or else I'm gonna have too big of a block of business at the place. So it, I, I got going in about three to six months because I knew 
So yeah, well, it's got a lot of things you have to navigate through too, yeah. especially being on your own. Well, then yeah. uh, we're going to get to paid training comes out mm-hmm. in 2011 and mm-hmm. 2000 percent raised 2022. Why do you write two books sharing your financial secrets to yeah. getting rich? Why not just be rich and do, do that? <laughs> uh, are you a philanthropist yeah. or a very generous, generous John? I got to tell you, man, I'm, I fucking put, push it on my social media all the time and people like think I'm out there trying to like sell a course. You look like look a little hater, hater kinds of comment. Yeah. Oh, what course are you selling, buddy? Let me guess. You're this kind of guru now. And then they'll, then they'll look into me a little bit and be like, oh, my bad. You know, because really I am just trying to help people. See, that's yeah. my question. What's the motivation? Yeah. I was thinking if you're getting on social media, you're hitting a bigger audience. Brother, here's the thing, man. Dude, I, I, I grew up in Schaumburg, Illinois, and because I made that move of, of leaving and going on my own, it put me in a position where I later sold that company to private equity. I never stopped doing the exact same freaking job. If I wouldn't have made that move and I would have listened to my parents and everyone else, keep working there, keep working there, I'd still be working. And people like you that are living this life, people like Bob, they'd know who I am because I'd be a fan, but I wouldn't be hanging out with you guys like this right now, right? And, and, and the only thing I did different than anyone else was I put myself on top of the org chart instead of being one of the soldiers on the ground. Well, it's interesting. I, 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 my, one of my first t-shirts was, um, I finished third base, okay. which is super subjective because yeah. If you finish third place in a million dollar poker tournament, not bad. Yep. If you finish third place in the Olympics, not bad. Yep. If you finish third place in the Belmont Stakes, not bad. Right. But if you settle for that middle management job, yep. Yep. And you don't make the jump that you made, then you finish third place. Well, exactly. And, and the entire system is, is set up to make you feel good about that with, mm-hmm. with job titles, with extended PTO, with conference trips. Hey, you made the trip to Jamaica this year. It's like, Dude, like you're costing yourself literally millions of dollars by not just doing this on your own. How much do you think that trip to Jamaica actually cost in the fucking three hundred dollar plaque? Come on, man. And they probably wrote it off. It, oh, it's totally exactly. wrote it off. Totally wrote yeah. it off. I mean, I get it all the time being yeah. from Minneapolis and like all the Fortune five hundred companies that mm-hmm. are there. They like I nobody understands. Nobody understands my life here. Not one yeah. person. And that's fine. Right. I, I, yeah. It used to bother me because they'd be like, You work for Target or Best Buy and like it doesn't okay. bother me anymore because yeah. I'm having a lot more fun. Well, let's talk yeah, about you this. got the freedom too. Yeah. The minute that she leaves mm-hmm. and makes the leap and she's six, successful, when you make the leap, everyone's like, you're going to fail, you're yeah. going to fail. Then when you're successful, they all fucking hit your guts. Yeah. So they want something from you, yep. which drives me nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, that's how it's in the East Coast, which I'm going to pivot to you. Yeah. I, I really have no, I mean, I can give horse tips out or maybe sports tips, but I'm no guru by any magic. You know, just not a genius, but I get DMS all the time of people asking me, you know, tell Steve to give me this, or you want on blackjack, give me this. Yeah. And I saw one of your posts where someone's like, dude, lend me 15 K at this. (laughs) And I don't have an answer to this. Yeah. Where the fuck does the entitlement come from? Yeah. Yeah. You you know, I mean, I understand if you give a producer or a director, you're real. Right. Or you give uh, a producer or an engineer your your music. Like, you know, if you like this, come back to me. But just to ask me for fucking money. It's crazy. It makes me mental. It's crazy, man. I would never dream to do that to somebody. At least somebody I didn't know. Right. I've been bailed out by friends that you've lent me money. What, where does that come from? Yeah. You know, to, to give some of those people a break, I, I got to say that one of the things I've noticed really in the last probably three to six months where my Instagram has really 
gone up a lot. I went from like 50,000 followers to like 102,000 literally in three months. And it's just because I started speaking my mind. I had always been putting out good shit, but it was more like business related. Now I'm just like, fuck corporate America. You're a W-2 employee. W who? You're a fucking pussy. Like, and then my shit, my shit fucking skyrocketed after that. Fucking A. W-who? Uh, I'm a W-9 guy. What's that mean? I'm yeah. fine? I don't even fucking W-9? know. I'm fine like wine? You're, you're okay. You're okay, oh, man. God. <laughs> Breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. It's safe to say it's 2023 and the beard is here to stay. They once again have revolutionized men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard, fresh shave look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the name drop code. That's right, name drop, insert that code. You're gonna get 20% off and free shipping. Let's get right into this. I love it. I've been manscaping since puberty, since I've had hair. I love a clean sheen body. This thing's amazing for a couple of reasons. One, it's waterproof. It means you can do it in the shower. I rather do it in the sink. I like to look in the mirror and all that stuff, but that's amazing. You can wash it off. Two, it's got one guard. It's got one guard with 20 lengths. I don't know if you can see this, but you can adjust it. The best thing about this is you don't have 20 guards all over your drawers and in your bathroom and stuff like that. It's the worst, it's the worst. Now, if you're really good to groom your beard, your facial hair is different than the hair on your head. It's more coarse which can cause ingrown hairs. And for me, my girlfriend's gonna go crazy. Right now, like my hair, my hair's kind of soft. But if I rub up against her cheeks, she's like, oh my God, it's too much. So you have the beard shampoo and you have the beard conditioner. I love them because it's gonna preserve the actual oils and nutrients in your beard because it's different than your hair. Then you have the beard balm. This is great because it can tame your beard and you guys know when there's humidity with hair it can play all kind of funny but it also gets rid of the dryness it kind of keeps the moisture in the beard then we have the beard oil that's what's going to really protect your skin because i can't stand zits or ingrown hairs when i get them on beard it drives me nuts oh and the most obvious thing is it's cordless like this is a fantastic kit i mean you got this with your traveling it's a little travel kit i'm so fired up for this it's like christmas came late for me I love manscaped.com. So get 20% off free shipping with the code name drop at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code name drop manscaped beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. I'll say people get to know you, man. And, and during that time, I started posting like five or six times a day. And, and, and what, what started happening was, People like feel like they know you because I'll also talk a little bit about my both my parents passed away. I'll talk about like I own part of the Newport Beach Marriott Hotel. I was an investment group that bought bought that. Wow. Me and me and my family vacationed there once when I was a kid. Like how how proud would my parents be of me? Right yeah. Now? Oh you know stuff God. like that. So, so I think in that process, people get to know you a little bit, and because of that, now I'm giving some people the benefit of the doubt here. Because of that. Hey, will you give me 80 grand for this real estate deal I'm going to get into? You know, they're, they're fine with saying that or even approaching you like just you're a buddy. Just total strangers. Yeah. DMs. Yeah. Just DM. Yeah. I guess they're just yeah. taking their shot. Yeah. Like, what do they have to lose? It's going to take them five seconds to ask you. Well, and I like to reply to comments and make an example out of the people, 
maybe with their point, though. I, sometimes if it's a hater comment, like, dude, you look like you're on steroids and cocaine. So about <laughs> like, like, Aren't you jealous? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, loser. <laughs> well, both of which are compliments because I'm not, I'm, I'm not on steroids. And if I look like I'm on cocaine just because I'm happy, I mean, fuck. Anyways. I agree. Uh, hey. um, but, but, but ones that are like, hey, man, I, I have this real estate deal. I need 80 grand. I'll give you 15% back in four months. So I use that as I'm not going to do a deal with them, but I'll, but I'll reply to that and make a reel of the reply saying, okay, what he's referring to is hard dollar lending. And I'll make it funny. Like, of course, I'm not going to reply to some fucking Instagram comment or, you know, you know, joke, joke. But then it'll have an underlying thing that teaches the audience something. And, yeah. I but, have no, no patience. <laughs> no patience for fucking keyboard cowboys. Yeah. Because this is what I'll tell every one of you. I will beat the fuck out of you. One punch, your teeth will be your fucking keyboards and your fucking belly. <laughs> You fucking losers hiding yeah. behind a monitor. What a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I'm living life. You're in the virtual world. You fucking cowards. Oh. Anyway, yeah. I'll tell you how I really feel. Yeah. What, what he said. What he said. That's what this <laughs> makes me mental. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever DM'd anybody anything negative. And I've reached out to people. Like, I'll see a movie and I'll just be like, dude, great performance. Just, I'm just trying to emit positivity. Yeah. Like, how miserable are you in your grandmother's basement yeah. typing away? Like, you know how much energy that takes? Yeah. Oh, you know, Anthony totally. Davis, great game. You know, it's that simple. Right. It's, it's like, oh, God. So, dude. so my new thing has been I'll, I'll, I'll screenshot the comment and then crop it down so it's just the comment. And then I'll go look at their profile picture and I'll zoom in on the profile picture. Then I'll take a picture of that. Then I'll make an Instagram story. Oh, I love this. With a person like, with, and then draw a line with his mouth so you could see who it is. And uh, then I usually put a poll. What, what's weirder, this guy saying this or the fact that I took the time to do all that? And, oh. <laughs> I got to tell you what, I, I was like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It was like, and that's what you'll get, dude, because I, I, I honestly think I think that's why some people like my page. It's also why some people don't like my page because yeah. I respond to that shit way too often. Good for you. And some people think it's fucking hilarious. Some people are like, they'll, they'll side DM me, be like, please stop doing this. You're like, shouldn't be fucking letting these guys bother yeah. you. Like, it'll, it'll, they'll feel uncomfortable for me. Well, yeah. people need to be called yeah. out. Like, that's, you know? But here's the most interesting thing that you're bringing up. Yeah. Because when I, cause first of all, I, I would have no social media print without Bob. And yeah. he kind of showed me the ropes a little bit. Um, and you don't really want to reply to anybody super negative. Like, you mm. want to keep it light like that. Yeah. Because then they can screenshot it and make you look like a right. douche. Right. But a couple times, I would say shit like the worst <laughs> shit to these people. Yeah. How many Miller lattes have you had? Uh, I have had none. I no, but I mean, when you do this. Oh, no. I'll no? just be like, Pretty maybe sorry. I don't get an audition. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. And I'll, and I'll just, I'll look at their profile picture, what they look like, and yeah. fucking abort them. And then the guy will be like, dude, I can't believe you responded. them. Huge fan. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, yeah. Like, you, like I, I just, I, you pissed me off. I yeah. come at you with negativity. Yeah. And then you're like, dude, I can't, I can't believe you responded. You're like, my. I you're can't. like, so you just wanted to be an asshole to be an asshole, and then yeah. you like I, find out I was a real person. Yeah, fuck you. I mean, yeah. it does make me mental, dude. I literally had that happen fucking yesterday. A 25 year old fucking kid wrote, so, cause I was saying something like I said about W two employees and all this shit. And <laughs> he goes, he goes. Let just people have their job, man. Quit coming down on them and lay off the juice, bro. I so I fucking screenshotted the whole thing I just said. The guy ends up, I don't tag him. And then he fucking ends up seeing it on my fucking story. And then DMs me, at least tag me, bro. This is awesome. Oh. <laughs> it makes me crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah. someone would think in that reverse 
way, but yeah. I, look, I guess it, it gets your attention. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's yeah. two forms of care, love and hate. I usually yeah. like to go with love, but... I have a question. How yeah. did you get involved with the Fire Festival? The Fire Festival? And, and Billy oh my God. Oh my gosh. Are you familiar with the Fire Festival? Yeah, it was like a big, like, rude, like, ruse, right? She didn't go as planned. She was sandwiches. She was sandwiches. Wasn't it Gilligan's Island? Yeah, yeah. it was it basically. Uh, yeah, so, so, so Billy McFarland has gotten released from, from prison. He, he got sentenced to six years. He had to do four years, then two years off. I had nothing to do with that festival. I was just yeah. some dude selling insurance back then. Him and I crossed paths. He was on my podcast, and I got to tell you, He's a likable freaking dude. And actually, if you, he is. That's how we got the first festival, right? Well, exactly. And if you really peel back the onion on what he actually did, I'm not out here to like be Billy's advocate or whatever, but if you really peel back, and because and, most people saw the Netflix series on it, and yes. they, make, they make him look like a fucking asshole. Oh, he's in a Manhattan penthouse, and blah, blah, blah. None of that shit had anything to do with it. All right? He was trying to save his company, and at the end, he was lying. And, the, and by saving his company, he was also going to save the investor. So he was doing everything he possibly could to make sure this festival happens because he didn't want to pull out and disappoint everyone. And not to mention, he was 24 fucking years old when this happened. True. Yeah, a lot of he, he spent all of his late 20s in fucking prison. The guy's out now. He owns, he owes $26 million in restitution. So my thing is this. He ain't gonna get. He ain't gonna get the twenty six million dollars back. We're gonna Dunkin' Donuts. Nah. So he wants to do a fire festival too. It's gonna be a Broadway musical on fire. And wait, um, what do you mean? They, what? They're, they're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, what? Like, like, what's Hollywood on fire? Yeah. Burn on fire. What are we talking about? Broadway musical. I kind of yeah. get. I yeah. misconstrued. And what's yeah. the musical? Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's, he's gonna announce it probably. I don't know when. When is this airing? The, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. It will it'll be. We'll watch the papers next week. It's gonna be announced. Uh, so him and I worked out a deal. He wanted kind of like a mentor, like advisor that has some respectable like credibility out there, and also somebody like. You know, I got some of my celebrity friends. Be careful, you're going to get canceled. I go, dude, that, that's that's flattering to me that you think I'm big enough to get canceled. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know I mean? is, is canceled a thing anymore? Is it 2018, no, bro? Is it no. 2018? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call Billy out a little bit, though, because yeah. we did invite him on Name Drop Podcast, and he threw, like, a little bit of an exuberant number to come on the show. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Was it in person or? But he has $26 million he's in not, debt. So. Well, that, not, so I, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. get it. From that well, side, I get it. He's not allowed to, by the way. I know he's not allowed outside the state of New York. Yeah, you would have yeah. to go to New York. He has to get judges' permission and yeah. all this shit. But, but, but I, I'll, I'll tell you this, though, man. He does things as an entrepreneur. I'm in a lot of these venture capital deals. A lot of them are, are like tech startups and things of that nature. And some of these people have great ideas, and they have no um, – they, they have no business running a business. They're just not detail-oriented. You email them. Maybe they get back to you. Maybe they don't. Where Billy has all of the characteristics as a good business owner. Mm -hmm. And uh, as he likes to say, if, hey, if work with me because if I fuck something up again, I'm going to jail for the rest of my life this time. So <laughs> That's a great selling yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. the, guy, the guy's got high aspirations. I yeah. love it. So wait, yeah. where is it going to be? So oh, there's okay, two big things. So, so Fire Festival 2 is, is the big well, the four, four part one that never really happened uh, we need a big check so a lot of people are like dude you're not giving him your money and funding this thing thank you for all of that thinking that you need about 80 million dollars to fucking fund this thing and i'm not going to give him like, 80 million well because you got to pay back the 26 oh, million of others okay. and then to do it right you could probably get away with doing it for closer to like 40 but um if he it wants really to do costs it 40 million dollars to put on something like that 
what, with what he wants to do. That's wild. It's basically a, like a Coachella on, okay. on a, on an, in an exotic I would place. have no idea like how much a Coachella costs. Yeah. yeah. So like if you want to get like a Metallica or sure. like, you know, that, I guess whoever, Drake sense. or whoever, they're going to want. But you, you listen, uh, if it does take off, mm-hmm. Perry Farrell <laughs> has made so much money with Lollapalooza. Yep. Like, I, I've got to say he's got to be rounding a bill on Lollapalooza. And he created it. Like, that's the creator. So... If, if this takes if off, it takes off, yeah. right? Fire. And there's already so much momentum behind it of yeah, like exactly. everyone wants to go to the second one because well, yeah, exactly. And by the way, this is what 2014. It's gonna be like no one was like, it that no long ago. Gives a fuck. And, he, and here's the thing: the people of the Bahamas, he owes money to. He only owes them about 300 grand, though. That's very yeah. doable to pay them back. The the other people owed money are like. Guys like me, like angel investors that threw in two hundred grand or whatever. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you right. They probably now, wrote it off. I'm in deals right now <laughs> that have gone south. If ten years from now I got a fucking phone call, hey, we're, we uh we we did it again, and we're getting that two hundred grand back you lost back in 2019. I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So you know, everybody that invests in that kind of stuff kind of goes into it knowing that it could very well go to zero. Sure. You know exactly. I mean? well, it's high, high risk. High exactly. Reward. Yeah. Yeah. Is, you know? Yeah. It's a gamble. Yeah. Speaking of gambling. Now the people of the Bahamas. <laughs> I, I do. I do want to make sure, though. I know that that the people of the Bahamas. Though he didn't pay the workers because he didn't have any money to pay them when he ran out of money. He wasn't able to give the Bahamians their work that had been working on the thing, and that part fucking sucks. But it's not like he put it under his mattress and he's holding it. The, the money yeah. didn't exist. Yeah. You know, it was a mattress in jail, and <laughs> exactly. He had, a, he had a couple pictures of loved ones. Exactly. And, and some ramen noodles. Well, yeah. and I'll tell you what. He spent ten months in solitary confinement. No he, way. Yeah, because he was trying to do a fucking podcast from the prison. Fucking paper. <laughs> Dude, solitary confinement. Wait, six Purple Mancher would love Dude, to produce that in the dark. And it was during fucking COVID. They weren't even <gasps> doing twenty-three and one. He wasn't even allowed to come out for the hour each day. Yeah, he's got to have mega trauma, dude. I'd go fucking Seriously. nuts. Seriously, I'd go fucking nuts. Like Shellshock Redemption shit. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't <laughs> do it. Insane. I couldn't do it. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's respect. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of gambling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not the gambling. So uh, we got a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, especially gambling. I love horse racing. Tell me what your form of gambling, like the most, like what you love the most. My, so the the only game that I think is fucking winnable. All right, and I've done everything: horses, poker. I mean, poker is winnable too, but I don't like poker. It's too much of a grind. Yeah. The only game that's fucking winnable, in my opinion, is blackjack. Wow. In the long run, in the long run, you could win in blackjack, and you don't even need to fucking count cards. And I could explain why you could still have an edge without counting I'm cards. I'm listening. All right. You control, okay, the casino controls everything, right? But you have control over how long you over how long you play for and how much you fucking bet. Sure. All right? It's not so you play basic strategy, blackjack, when to hit, when to stay, when to double, all that kind of shit. You you can learn that by heart. The casino only has about a two percent advantage on you. All right? Okay. But you're losing more than two percent of your money on average when you go. You're usually losing hundred percent of your fucking yeah. money. And it's because the casino is not human. You are a human with emotions. They always have more money than you. So if you're a dickhead and you come with two grand and you're trying to win fucking 20 grand, it. it ain't going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. But if you come with 200 grand and you try to win 30 or 40, it's very fucking doable. And you could do that shit fucking consistently. Sounds like someone Weird. I know. <laughs> Sounds Weird. like two people I know. <laughs> let me just uh, let me elaborate on that. Yeah. I'm the guy coming with the two grand. <laughs> the same guy that opened the beer company has no idea. But yeah. I got two guys that bring exactly the amount you said. Okay. Yep. And they leave every time if they win 50. Boom. They're gone. Dude, so, so check this shit out. 
So the Hard Rock just bought the Mirage yep. recently. All right. So I'm rated pretty heavily at the Hard Rock. Okay. So they start to my casino host says, hey, we're doing the fo- you, you could have access to the Mirage now in Vegas. I go to the fucking Venetian and Palazzo. They treat me right there. I go, why, why would I want to switch? Well, Mirage has these fucking uh, luxury villas in the back that are the best thing on the strip. And I go, eh, I don't know about that. Sure enough. Fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking awesome. You have your own these pool, villas. Right? Dude, you have a pool, a backyard. It's like a fucking little castle, dude. It's I, I was separate in area. Once. They're pretty dope. Dude, fucking awesome. I guess that's where Mayweather used to stay all the time or whatever. Anyway, they're fucking excellent. And uh, this is my first time staying at the Mirage. Well, even though they're owned by Hard Rock, Hard Rock, the Mirage people are still the same employees and stuff. The old MGM employees are now at Mirage. They're still there. Okay. Well, I, I go out to that fucking casino. Everyone's playing fucking red, red chips, $5 fucking chips. The. You know, the fucking uh, high limit room has a fucking dealers and like fucking sports jerseys and stuff. It wasn't huh. like it wasn't like the atmosphere that I get at the Palazzo where it's yeah. super fucking high end. OK, yeah. well, I'm like, dude, the last thing I'm going to do, I love this villa. I got to put some time in playing here. But I'm like, I cannot fucking lose here. I'll be so pissed if I walk out of this place <laughs> losing six figures. It's a fucking <laughs> shitty like I fucking will go and play for 12 minutes, win seven grand, then stop. Play for, like come back an hour later, play for 40 minutes, win 22 grand, blah, blah, blah. Keep going back and forth. End up winning fucking 88 grand over two days. And I never played more than like 15 minutes at a time. They hate that. It's called hit and run. Dude. I love it. I'm going to elaborate on this too. Go ahead. So they end up marking me. Okay. I get a fucking call. All right. They end up marking me as an advantage player. And, and, And for those that don't know, usually what it means is that you're counting cards. And it's nothing illegal about it. But they're just like, hey, dude, we want you back. We're not giving you the fucking villas again, though. You know, th- that's their code of telling me I ain't coming back then. Because, you know, well, no, we'll give you the penthouse and the fucking regular thing. Up. No, guys. Keep the ball in alley. I want the pool. Yeah, how about I, I, won, I won about 600 grand at Palazzo last year, and they've never marked me an advantage player. So I'm just going to go fucking back there. But thanks for the 88 fucking thousand dollars, dude. You know, and I mean, basically, they're calling you a cheater, but not so much. Not really. Anyway, I'm a little fucking nervous. Because when Mirage and Hard Rock combine systems, I don't know mm. how Hard Rock's going to treat it if they're going to put me as an advantage player on all their shit. Because I like going to the Seminole Hard Rock down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I love it, dude. The hit and run yeah. is I try to tell people this all the time. When you're in that moment of gambling, there's a high to it. Yeah. It's an addiction. It's yeah. what it is. And when you hit, that spikes the high. Yep. And I've told everybody, Let, let's get up. And just walk away. Just go. Or even a minute. Yep. Just go to the bathroom. Have a cigarette. Yeah. Because then it realigns your brain to go, okay, right. this is where I'm at. Yep. And it's it's very difficult to try to tell people that have 200000 well, I got my two grand. I'm like, yep. hey, you're up 30 grand. Just, just walk. We'll right. Just walk for five minutes. Go get a drink. And then it just calms you down and yep. gets you back into focus mode. Yep. yep. So I can't believe you said the hit and run. I, I, I'm, yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. Now, the great Johnny Avello, who worked at the Win, he made the numbers over there. I think he works for DraftKings. Or is it FanDuel? No, it's definitely DraftKings. Yeah, they're outside. He, I had dinner with him, and I go, dude, are there any games that you can actually win at the casino? Now, his answer to me was craps. Crap. And, craps and Baccarat, he probably said. Yeah, but he even said craps if you only play the inside numbers. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't play craps. They don't have a big advantage. Six, six, and eight. He means inside number six and eight. And and especially if you can get ten times the odds. Right. Then he goes. Then it's almost even. Yeah. And then he goes. But you're gonna same thing you said. Time is not on your side. Right. So he said you can play any game in the casino, and when you win. 
pick up your money and don't play that game again. So let me tell you why the 10 times odds thing's a, a, a farce, okay? Unless you go to like downtown Vegas where there's $5 tables. Most of the fucking tables now are $25 minimums, yeah. usually in craps. So if it's 10 times odds and you're putting 25 bucks on the pass line, 10 times odds means you can put 250 bucks behind it, okay? Now there's no advantage the casino has on that number. So literally from a mathematical standpoint, under 1% advantage the casino has on you. Like you said, almost, almost zero. But here's the fucking problem. If you're betting 25 bucks and putting 250 back here, you better have came to that table with, with about 200,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. At least 10 grand, though, for real. Because craps is like this, dude. And you, you do that with the combat, too, and put odds back there. And you put odds back. Dude, you lost like 750 fucking, or you would have lost $825 potentially on one fucking yeah. roll. You better have Fuck. 10 or 20 grand. And most people that bet $25 chips, don't come with 20 grand. They come they, with two. Again, exactly. Hey, you're talking yeah. to me again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Got a chip so, in a bottle. <laughs> so what I say is don't do 10 times, even though you're allowed to. Just do two times, because then you can stretch your money out and you can get away with it. Uh, that's an interesting point. When you're playing craps, I never um, play more than three numbers inside at a time. Is, so that, you, is, is that more or less? So you shouldn't even place the numbers. Really, what you should do is a combat. Well, that's what I mean. I'll, I'll do three combats. And then I'll, then What's I'll just that? Play. Three combats and a pass line bet? Yeah, like, like okay, lot. I roll That's out, aggressive. I make my number. Yep. I roll again. It's a good number. So now I have two combats and the pass line. Pass line. If I do it again and I get three combats in the pass line, I won't do it again. Like if I can get four. That's Is that smart. too many, too much? No. Yeah, I wouldn't even do three. I, I, I used to do two combats in one pass line. This is good. And, it's informative. And then the best thing that could happen to you, as you fucking know, is when you have that second one, they start repeating numbers. Ah. So you're off and on, off and on. Just keep paying and me. You press, Pay me. you press a little I, bit? I go like this. Come on. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Wait, now, when, they, when that start happens, do you press? Dude, I'll tell you what. I fucking don't even like playing craps anymore. I fucking just blackjack. I, I've mastered fucking blackjack, and you could actually win craps. I... You could win, but but it's, it's tricky. Hard. Yeah, and you better you better commit you better commit nine hours to your fucking day. Hey, the great Norm Macdonald said craps is the only game that you won't take your money and leave. Mm -hmm. You'll wait till you lose. Yeah. You and when have you ever been a craps where you make all your numbers and go, hey, pull all my bets down? Thank you. You never do. You crap Good out. Point. And see that cat? It's what you're asking. Once you have it all lined up up there, you just keep fucking going, waiting to fucking lose. So if you have four numbers on and you're fucking point, that means you need to hit five numbers or mm -hmm. at least four with the odds to, yeah, uh, to be up. The only time I've ever done it is if the shooter, and he's hot, yeah. if the dice fly off the table, yeah. I'll just say, give me all my money and walk. Because yeah. I think it's a sign from God. Like the guy just, just made three out. or four points. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden he throws him into the fucking yep. windshield. I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> it's 2008 in the fucking Bahamas at the Atlantis, all right? Kevin Durant is at the craps table with me, but he's a 19-year-old kid. He had just gotten fucking, I don't know who the fuck he is. Everyone keeps taking pictures with him. And I, I had a hot roll. So there, I'm there for four days. He keeps following me from table to table. Every night we'd go down to the craps players in the Bahamas. You all get to know each other. There's only so many of us there, right? Him and his brother are following me around saying, what, what table's John at? What table's John at? And I go, dude, what, do you play for a basketball team? <laughs> You're only <laughs> seven foot four. <laughs> exactly. No, not me. He, go, he, goes, he goes, I play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, that was the year the Supersonics or the Sonics yeah. switched to Oklahoma yeah. City. I didn't know this. So Who said it was like a, like a farm was, league or I something? I told the girl. I, like I, league, yeah. I, I tell the girl that I'm with. I'm with he's not big time. He <laughs> fucking plays some minor league basketball team no one ever heard of in Oklahoma. <laughs> Take that, KD. Yeah. But, but I, I will tell you this. Though. He has an intimidating looking brother. His brother's uh, about not quite as tall as him, but he looks more like a football player. He's a oh, big boy. ass dude. And uh, there was a fucking role where the die. Okay, you know how it rotates. <laughs> so I, this, this, 
it's happened before, but never to this degree where it like stopped exactly on an angle, yeah, like chair. literally on the corner. Now we've all seen this before, yeah. but but it was like exact where you couldn't really pick a side. So we're all kind of no roll, no roll. Fucking pit boss goes seven out. Everybody went fucking nuts. Everyone nuts. And and listen, I'm an experienced crap player. I put a lot of fucking crap. So you think to yourself, <laughs> oh, this happens all the fucking time. No. This was, like, bad, bad. It wasn't against the walls in the middle of two chips. It should have been a reroll, correct? So they don't explain it to us, and she just goes seven out. Everyone fucking goes nuts. I'm as big as I am. Durant's brother makes me look like a fucking midget. <laughs> like, like they're yeah. going nuts. Like, pick up this table. A lot of money on the table, yeah. Um, so the rule is it's, it's the – I learned this that night. Whatever the, the rotation of the die was, so if it was going this way – and it stops it falls. where it would have been had that not been there. So if it was huh. rolling this way, then you push it that way. So he, he actually just, he, he pushed the die. Yeah, the well, they, they didn't even say it. They're, the Bahamians just fucking just do whatever they want some fucking times. I was figuring that out. Yeah, and, they, <laughs> and uh, they just go, it was a woman too. She goes, seven out. Then you then, the new Bahamians. Oh, <laughs> hey, take your money around. Exactly, and this was before Billy screwed him out of 300 grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well the belmonts this weekend yeah. we have to touch on that mm. i've played horses and it i'm i'm sick for horses um i tried to beat sports i i, I bet sports but i bet sports where it can't hurt me okay you know what i mean yeah because i just i got hurt so badly so that's uh, actually not really true because uh, you bet on philly all the time yeah but i bet two grand yeah on the sixers to win 30. sure so that's for the whole season yeah yeah you know what i mean Keep it fun. Yeah, keep yeah. it interesting. Did they win? Did they? No, no. they got beat by Boston. Gross. Um, <laughs> but horses. So I, I haven't gambled for nine months. Okay. I'm done. And my buddy takes me to the track. I had no idea horse racing existed out here at Hollywood Park. And we're in, it, this is like a Friday afternoon where I just lived here and I needed the money. And he goes, gives me a $200 ticket, uh, six to one, five horse. Ted West trained him. And he's like, uh, his nickname for me was Wawa. This guy's name is Michael Silver. He's the best. And he's like, wow, take this ticket. And I go, ah, oh, dude, I don't gamble anymore. And he goes, well, then just keep the 200 bucks. Just go cash it. And I'm, you give it, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to just hold it. Yeah, right. <laughs> of, course, of course, the horse wins. Yeah. And it fucking pays like 1400 bucks, which nice. was a life changer at the time. And now I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. I go back. The next week, I invest 24 bucks and I win 16000 Doing what? Superfecta? Uh, superfecta. Dollar. You won a Superfecta? I've won a ton of them. Holy shit. It's getting shit. better before it gets Because you worse. do a four, $1 four, four-way box? It's 24 bucks. Yeah. So it, it comes in, and I knew this guy, Jeff Mullins, from uh, uh, New Mexico or Arizona. He was hot. Plus, there's always, like, words around the track of who's got the hot horses, but whatever. Yeah. So then I go back two weeks later. I, pay, I play uh, a pick six. Uh-huh. And I hit that for sixty-four thousand. Wow! So at this point, and that was probably progressive too, right? It was just a, a big, yeah, big yeah, pot of yeah, big but the pots, the, the rollovers from yeah, the other weeks. Friday night, so now I'm just like uh, out of my mind. Yeah. But the more I learned about reading the racing form, that's when I started to lose, dude. Because <laughs> when I was picking names and numbers and looking at horses, yeah, but you know, like you know the horses, you know the trainers, you know, like oh, I know, you it. know yeah. now, yeah, 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 yeah. He's but my biggest score, my yeah. buddy, fifteen hundred dollar ticket. I had a third of it, passive investor, Hollywood Park, one point, is it like one point four million? Oh my mm. god, that's insanity! Holy shit! Pick six carryover for like four days. Holy and shit! And then my biggest one was risk 
190,000 and I won 192,000 on a pick five at Del Mar. Wait, what? Yeah, it's a fact, Jack. What? Yeah, uh, 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 I risked $190 in a pick five uh-huh. and the return was 192,000. Holy shit. So the, my thing is the return on investment is you can lose a lot yeah. if you can keep hitting those. Now, back to your, you gotta take a break. Yeah. I would bet every race from New York to California but now with the pick five, I'll put a ton of pick fives, and if I'm alive, yeah. then I'll just hold off yeah. and watch the race and root for something, which has helped my compulsion. What's a pick five pay though? If, if if it's all if it's if it's five favorites that come in, what do you expect to get paid it's on gross. a pick five? It's gross. If you yeah. risk a hundred bucks and five favorites come in, yeah. you're getting like chump change. You gotta have a bomb. Because okay. that's parimutuel. Because you're splitting it with everyone else about it too. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. now the other thing is they do ten cent race. Bets, Ten cents, super factors. Like a two dollar pick six. Yeah. If you put a two dollar pick six in in the old days, and every favor come in, mm-hmm. you're at least getting ten k. At yeah. least. Okay. Now they have ten cents, twenty, and it just dilutes oh, the pool. So it's gotcha. very difficult to win. But yeah. In that race, that one hundred ninety thousand dollar ticket, I call them blue collar horses. Horses that are from like six to one to ten to one. Yeah. If you can get five of those, it'll pay hundreds of thousands of dollars because that's what handicappers will throw them away right you know on that day it was all blue collar horses and then there was one race i could absolutely not make a case for yeah and one of my old friends handicapper chris garrity said if there's an absolute race you can't make a case for take the favorite and the longest shot okay 70 to one shot team that changed the whole holy shit. wow holy so shit who are you feeling this weekend i Belmont. think well, <coughs> you're gonna get me you got me going i'm so mm-hmm. sorry i bet five horses in february 100 mm-hmm. bucks each mm-hmm. To win the derby, mm-hmm. um, all of them paid at least. Well, Forte had two hundred bucks, at least twelve thousand to one hundred and twenty thousand. Wow! Angel of Empire, who ran third in the derby, my hundred dollars would have paid fucking like twelve k or something like that. something okay. ridiculous. Yeah, and he if, came in third, right? He came in third. Yeah, and it, Belmont is a longer race. Yeah, it's got it's kind of like quicksand. It's deeper. Okay, mm-hmm. and I think this is going to benefit Angel of Empire. It's a slower pace and a longer race, and he would I think he would have won. Did he race nice. in Preakness? I don't think he did. Okay. Because that race is fast and short. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, awesome. I digress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you staying for Saturday to watch Timmy? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys something on, on behalf of, of Chicagoans, all right? It, it, there's a lot of Chicagoans that are in the same category as me with this shit that have given up on horse racing, okay? We had one of the best racetracks that the only one I've ever Arlington, been to right? Arlington International Racecourse is like a fucking palace you know you had you, the one million dollar race dude, we had the Arlington Million yeah. we had the Breeders Cup there Churchill Downs buys us about I think 15 years ago now we all went there as little kids I'd go there for Father's Day with my family it's it's our childhood man and Vince Vaughn uh, loved, loved that track bro it is so the only place I've ever seen even close to as nice as it is the one in uh, down in San Diego Del, uh, Mar. Del, Mar. Del Mar Del Mar and only because of Del Mar's backdrop right with the ocean if it wasn't for that I'd probably put Arlington ahead of Del Mar every other racetrack not even close to either of those in my opinion so Churchill Downs starts taking all of our good jockeys and good horses, bringing them to freaking Kentucky right. when Churchill Downs makes a partnership with the Dutch, Dutch Schwa was the owner of Arlington. And uh, it just goes downhill from there. Dutch Schwa put his heels in the sand when slot machines became legal. The uh, Illinois uh, government wouldn't let, uh, let him put slot machines in, in, in the, uh, hor- in the horse in the, uh, at the race park. Wow. And feeding us that pissing match, pissing match, pissing match. 
drove it to the fucking ground. Last year was the last season it was open. They, they, they literally, the last ten, five years, $5,000 claim races were, were their races on, on a fucking Saturday afternoon. So you want to see some long shots? Go about it, just pick numbers. Pick, yeah, well, Hawthorne's whatever. tricky, too. Hawthorne's a tricky track. You know Hawthorne? Yeah. Okay. Not a, <laughs> yeah. I know more <laughs> than, than capitals of cities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's bonkers. Our, but yeah. That, yeah, that, I, when every time I see a, a racetrack go down, it bums me out. Yeah. Because I recognize you have those romantic memories. We really do, man. Pops. You know yeah. I mean? Like, um, I'm going to this audition um, with Robert Downey Jr., and mm-hmm. I know, I don't know if his dad's still with us, but I know his dad was a horsey guy. Oh, is that I right? Mean, okay. Uh, horsey guys hang with horsey guys. Crap. Yeah. You get yeah. It. Yeah. You, like you, we, you know each other. Like you gamble. I'm like, we're your best friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No, yeah. I collect coins. <laughs> Lose like, my number, John. <laughs> dork. <laughs> Beat a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. Well, one more thing about Arlington Trek, though, before we move off of it. It might be a blessing in disguise because the Chicago Bears are under contract to move their stadium out to where the Arlington Trek was. Hollywood Park. Is that right? Oh, yeah. The same exact yeah. story. Yeah. But they, if they get, if Arnold Schwarzenegger lets them get um, slot machines, mm-hmm. stays open. Back okay. and forth, back and forth. Boom, it's down. Mm-hmm. Now SoFi's there. Wow. It's so fucked up. Wow, isn't that it? is. How it's crazy. crazy. Is that? Yeah. Like the exact story that you just said, I'm like, dude, I, that, when Hollywood Park went down, my God, man, I was like crying. Yeah. <laughs> so that's done completely. It's not there at all anymore? Uh, no, oh. SoFi. I went to okay. SoFi like twice and I just can't go. It's too painful. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I, it's like, I, I never, you know. The, Dude, I had, I had fucking permanent parking and I still walked a mile to get in yeah, the it's stadium. You can't get out. I yeah. mean, I used to root for horses here. Now you want to root for rams. <laughs> 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 Fuck off. Dude, yeah. I hope you stay for this yeah. party on Saturday. Okay, I we'll might. Maybe I'll do it. Fun. We'll set you up on TVG. We'll fire. Yeah. I mean, I know horses, dude. Listen, man, I, I raised my son by myself out in Chicago, and he, he, he's 15, and uh, he's, like, at that age now. He's like, yeah, Dad, go. go. Take all the time you need in L.A., Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, yeah. do you have anything you want to plug today? Or? Not much, man. I mean, I, my podcast, 2,000% Raise. I, bought, I brought you our hat here, buddy. Oh, sweet. You got it, man. You got it. 2,000% Raise podcast. <laughs> I'm in. Um, Can I be on it? Yeah. You, I'd love you on it, man. I'm, I would I, love you. I love it, dude. We can yeah. just talk shit all day. You know what I had somebody do to me? Once, no, no bullshit. Is I had him as a guest on my podcast. He asked for the raw file um, it be, before we actually aired it. And I thought he was just going to make social media clips. Yeah. He fucking takes the raw file, puts his own intro in it, and repost it, it as, his like, podcast? as his own. Like yeah. His own? Yeah. Oh. yeah, so you oh, can be shit. on mine. I'll, just give me this file, and I'll pretend yeah. it's mine. <laughs> 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 dude i couldn't fuck it but i'm not gonna say his fucking name but we're on social media together he knew this is how fucking crazy people are he knew i was going to fucking see it right so it was like wait a minute did you release the episode too yes and the, luckily he didn't release his till the day at least they waited till the day i released mine but it's so fucking weird he's calling it his show That's it's, really weird. it's his intro and then it's me interviewing him on his show it's nuts so it's, weird it's a little strange it's a little strange I, but I he's also care. one of those guys that's like saying i'm in the top three podcasts and he's like if you look at his social media, it's like two million followers. But you look at him, it's like, come on, mm, dude, this mm-hmm. guy's so full of shit. So. Oh, I love it. And I if you listen it. to my podcast, that's the quality of guests I get on. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I have good guests, and I would love you on it. I'm I have. Down. Uh, well, yeah. John, I hope you stick yeah. around. I yeah, told man. you, Angel Vampire. Uh, I got this audition for. Is it Aura? I have no uh, idea. <laughs> listen, like, subscribe. 
And drink Bounce Back when you're in California. John, and follow Bounce Back Beer thanks, on Instagram. Follow Bounce Back Beer. We got to break uh, 1,000? One million. Oh, okay. Wait a second. You should be on John's podcast. Yeah, 2,000% raise, baby. 2,000% raise. <laughs> Thanks so much. Do me a favor. Kick Mannery out of your place. <laughs>